1: Rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really
0: helps. Well, that's uh, Ange tapping on that can of beer. We are uh, up in Tahoe. We've been sequestered in a, basically, a cabin up here uh, for the last few days right after Thanksgiving because we needed a break, so... We uh, have kind of done nothing except for cook for one, two, four days so far. Something like that, three days. <clears throat> and uh, it's been great. And there's a hot tub and fireplaces and booze and food. So that's all you need.
1: Yeah, I think it's our way of coping with the fact that, you know, we're bubble buddies as we've expressed previously previously. But, you know, if you can't really see any more people, at least you can change the scenery and it'll feel, you know, you feel a little different. So it's good. It's good to be away. It's good to be around snow. Um, But we're not doing anything. And that's good too. I don't feel the pressure to do anything or I left my laptop at home anyway, accidentally. So I can't do anything even if I wanted to. But it's nice to just unwind. The hot tub feels magical on my knee. So uh, yeah. We're just hiding out and um, putting on some weight for the winter. I think that's what the I think that's what the bears do. So I think we're prepping for the long haul.
0: Uh, and the other funny part of this is, Angie and I have to share a mic for this podcast. So maybe there might be some weird weird audio shit I don't know yeah is that what we're doing putting I've been putting on weight for nine months preparing for the winter but in the last three days we brought so much there's only four people here and it's Ange and then a friend of ours that we've been also she's been in our bubble bubble buddy a bit and she's not doing anything for the holidays because all her family's out of state and um we brought enough food probably for an entire like a full week like Monday through Sunday, not Friday through leaving Tuesday morning. And so now it's just a marathon of just trying to eat everything in the fridge because it's delicious. So uh, that's what's what's currently happening like every 30 minutes. We're at the fridge looking at it. What can we eat next? I don't know. Um, But that's, (laughs) that's what's been happening here. And then the best part is putting on a bathing suit every day too after you're fucking... Jamming four hundred pounds of food in your mouth. You're like, oh, this is a good idea, and let me not look at myself in the mirror.
1: Yeah, I've I've been calling it time to make sausage. <laughs> <laughs> That's our uh, putting on our bathing suits. But the, the the problem is we brought enough food because we you know we're not trying to go out and oh, yes. expose ourselves to anyone. So we brought enough food, but then we found out there's a prime rib dinner that you know they have down down the street. So we had to try that. And then the local market makes these bomb ass sandwiches so okay well we got to buy sandwiches now and we're also going to buy some on the way out because they were that delicious so you know that's the problem but it's also a good thing we want to support these small local businesses we ordered takeout so it was you know no harm no foul
0: oh i didn't know that's how you were spinning <laughs> spinning yeah. us getting food getting food outside of the fridge full of food that we have
1: Supporting local businesses.
0: I like that spin on that. Yeah. I mean, so it's actually our friend's fault that we brought up that she basically goes down like the rabbit hole of everything. So she was, oh, that was Ange. So um, appropriate making room to get back in your, to make sausage later. Um. No, she was like, hey, you know, we're looking at different cafes. Maybe we're going to do breakfast at one of them, which was still a stupid idea because we had 24 eggs to get through. I don't even know. So she's like, oh, and they do prime rib dinners on Friday and Saturday nights. And all of us were like, what? And um, yeah, so we got four prime rib dinners, which we only really, in theory, needed. We should have just got two and split them. Because when we got them home and we opened them, we're like, what in the actual fuck? It's It was like the Flintstones, like a side of beef that's as big as your table. Um, one thing I will say, and I'm not going to shame them or say their names, but we went to the restaurant to pick up our food. Their fucking bar was open, and the bartender wasn't wearing a mask. We're still in California, y'all. And uh, people at the bar were... Um, not wearing masks and not really social distancing. So it was a good call for us to do everything to go. And um, it was just a little disturbing, to say the least. Um, but the other place that we went to, I'm going to find their name to give them a plug on this podcast. But Oh, West Shore Market. Um, awesome, awesome market. Uh, that's where the sandwiches are that we'll be getting three to go tomorrow when we leave, but... Everyone's wearing a mask, everyone's behaving themselves. So that was that was a plus. Oh, we didn't even talk about IKettas. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about iketis Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you want me to start? Oh. It was just a shit show. And I love iketis so I'm not I'm not gonna throw them necessarily under the bus. I guess I am though. Um usually bet like best burger on the way to Reno Tahoe, best off of the eighty. Best pies too. And they've been there forever. And uh, we got there, and it was just a shit show of people. Like, I've, I kind of felt the COVID crawling around the the area where we ordered our burgers. We all sat outside, but it was, um, it was special. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So they weren't limiting the amount of people that were indoors was the first thing. Uh, there was one guy in there that wasn't wearing a mask at all. There was another guy who was wearing the thong of masks. It was only thin enough to cover his lips. Like, it looked like a piece of tape over his mouth. It wasn't even, yeah. uh, And so, people were standing in line inside the, the restaurant and then people started a line outside the door. So there were two separate lines and at one point they both collided and there was a face off. And I'm proud of Erin for not fighting this woman because I'm standing there on crutches. So I'm like, I can't even fight even if I wanted to. But these people are getting very hyphy and they're clearly in the wrong. But you did not fight her and you even let people in front of you. So I'm really proud of you for that. Thank
0: you. It wasn't worth it. And I didn't want to be on the news. And it was already kind of a hyphy day when we sort of got into it with the Amazon driver in the city because they just don't know what they're doing when they're blocking one-way streets in North Beach. If anyone knows what I'm talking about when I say one-way streets in North Beach, don't block them. There's no reason. No no reason to block. Um, so yeah, I, I'm proud of myself too. It was really rough though. It was really rough. Rough for that zen. And
1: uh, we've
0: realized
1: however many years into our friendship, I've at least realized, I haven't told you this out loud, but this is the best scenario for us to share uh, a dwelling because uh, anybody that's ever been to like a log cabin or anywhere where that snows they have an entrance room which is where which is where you would normally take off your coat and your boots and it's separate from the rest of the house because if you're coming in and bringing in snow you know so the, so all of these cabins have a separate room which is meant for you to hang your coats and take off your snow boots but we have used it as a fart room <laughs> for aaron and, and her partner and it's perfect because you know they just go into that space and it's a glass door so we can still wave at you you know through the glass and i, I have a picture we should share it on the website sure. of of on aaron <laughs> on our That's website or oh, on social media too but yeah so we have a fart room and it's really done wonders yeah, especially uh to return back to all the eating that we're doing. So you can imagine the amounts of, of gas that need to be released <laughs> after all the eating and drinking. Right?
0: Agreed? What a bitch. <laughs> what a bitch. I didn't know you were immediately going to Fart Room already. What? Okay, well, because we're talking about getting hyphy on some people that were just Karen- karen-ing all over Iketis. Well, I was
1: trying to keep it positive. I'm bringing it back to a positive spin on the weekend.
0: Okay, sure. Um, yeah, so... Uh it's it's been beautiful up here. It hasn't snowed at all, which is kind of a bummer, but we're also okay with it cuz I don't really want to drive in that ship. Um the hot tub again is fantastic. Could be smidge hotter, but I'm not complaining, just saying. It could go to 110. <laughs> be nice cuz it's so cold out, right? Mm-hmm. Um
1: and there's snow all around, so it's I finally feel like it's the holiday season. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's uh sure we're eating we have to eat everything in this goddamn cabin you guys so we're gonna be eating on this episode you're welcome um god what the hell oh i've been binging well i've been re-binging and now binging the queen's gambit which is on netflix which is awesome and we made our friends watch it (laughs) because it's so good um but we sat down and watched it the first night, and like literally one minute into the episode, I look over and Andrew's asleep. Perfect scenario.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's most of the time, if it's nighttime and you put something on the TV, I'll fall asleep. But I, so I think I've averaged about 30 minutes of each episode. So I get the gist of what's going on.
0: So like randomly, she'll wake up, she's like, So what happened? So is this what happened? What's ha- what happened? And I'm like, Well,. We can go back. It's fine. Or she can watch it again. It's so good. Like, I I would recommend it. Um, I highly recommend it, actually, uh, if you haven't watched it on Netflix. Um, and the funny thing is, today I was looking at social media. One of our podcasting buddies, uh, Dana, out there from Radio Rehab. But she posted a picture of her and the star of The Queen's Gambit, Anya Taylor-Joy. And uh, it was at a press junket a few years ago. And I'm like, "Holy holy shit. I'm like, Ange, I think you've interviewed her. And Ange's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? And I'm like, for this movie called Thoroughbreds, out in like 2018, let me look for the episode. Sure enough, found the episode. Ange has like had a full on conversation with this actress.
1: And we had a good report. To be fair, I started slowly remembering this interview and the movie after you brought it up. But the thing is, we've done so many. It's just really hard to remember, especially uh, this was the first movie that I'd ever seen her in. And when it's somebody famous, because, you know, we've been watching this show for the past few days. She seemed familiar to me, but she's an actress. You know, they're meant to seem familiar. So I didn't connect that I had interviewed her. But once you reminded me, we actually had a really good rapport on it. And I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. know what? Thank you for <laughs> reminding me. It was a good moment in my life.
0: Yeah, back in the old days of in-person press interviews. But um, yeah, the interview was really good. And so I'm like, hey, let's do that as a flashback Friday. So we'll do that this Friday. So you can hear uh, Anja's interview with um, Anya Taylor-Joy. Uh, from thoroughbreds and the director uh Corey Finley it's a good interview and I I actually want to see the film so that reminded me I'll put that one on the list so that's been fun um and then Ange finally started watching Schitt's, Schitt's Creek thank god so I've been watching that a little bit with her and um yeah I was worried she never was gonna watch that show
1: oh well it, <laughs> why are you looking at me like that she gave me weird eyes the the show creeps up on you for sure for the first season and a half I was like okay whatever it's kind of like background tv for me while I'm like on my laptop or whatever and then slowly all of a sudden I start caring about them and now it's making me cry so I've cried for like three different episodes at this point and uh and yeah that was good oh I was gonna no I'm gonna bring it up but yeah I love the show I love David I love obviously Moira um yeah, it pulls at your heartstrings and I like it. It makes you think of uh, when everything's stripped away, what do you have left? You know, that's kind of the uh, the moral and the
0: right? Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? I mean, you're looking at me weird too. Uh,
1: which brings me to which also
0: brings me to
1: Reclaim Black Friday and this whole concept that yeah. the ladies uh, that created it, um, including Chloe Jackman who is one of Aaron's really good friends. I'm lucky to call her a friend now. She was a photographer for the shoot that we uh, have photos on our website from, and I'm just really proud of them and their movement. And uh, I think it's it's been a long time coming. And I think it's just important now that we are in the heart of holiday season just to think twice before you spend your money and, and how you spend your money. So you know, Reclaim Collaborative was just. Uh, a values aligned affiliate network and they're trying to dismantle systems of oppression across all aspects of fashion and lifestyle. So they're, they're bringing brands and content creators together who have, who they vetted. Uh, and, uh, they, these are, these are companies that meet their community values. So, um, you know, in lieu of for for reclaim Black Friday, for example, in lieu of a discount, that extra money, the two dollars, you know, maybe five dollars that you'd be saving will go towards an organization that gives back to um, these uh, the these. Um, cultures that have been oppressed by capitalism since since its inception. So I think it's really smart and I think it really brings it back for me to uh when I would travel in Mexico or wherever, I would I would really pride myself on being a good barter, on on bartering down and getting the best deal. And then slowly I realized like, okay, I'm saving two dollars and I'm really proud of myself. But what does that two dollars mean to this vendor? You know, just 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 and I and you know, we are strapped for cash and I get it, but just just thinking of, in the long run, what, what does this $2 mean mean for you? And wouldn't you rather give it to something that, that helps uh, the greater good and not just the same five people continue to get richer and richer?
0: Jeff Bezos, anybody? Yeah, there's other things in Amazon, that's all I'll say. <laughs> there, there really is. There's so many things, and there's so many small businesses still that are just trying to do it um, during this pandemic, and they uh, – We're actually going to highlight a bunch of them um, in our uh, next newsletter in December, uh, which goes out on Monday, December 7th, I believe. So if you haven't signed up for our e-newsletter, it only goes out once a month-ish. And in this December newsletter, we're going to highlight a lot of our favorite small businesses, all women-owned. So um, speaking of newsletters, (laughs) I just – yeah, I'm going to throw myself (laughs) under the bus. So – I realized that um, in the month of November, so each month we just highlight the month before, like in case, pardon me, in case you missed it, or, you know, highlighting interviews or highlighting events. I mean, whatever that means. Events mostly online that we're going to do, like focus and and promote it there. So I realized um, that we hadn't done our October one because we were just like in fucking election uh fatigue slash trauma slash excitement slash anxiety. So we only put out one e news at the beginning of the month with our friend at the ACLU Dale Ho, which maybe we can talk about him a little later. But um and about the case that he just argued in front of um the Supreme Court. <laughs> you know, no big deal. But um which was today. So I just realized that's that was today. That all happened today. They kept saying Monday. Sorry, I'm going to go back to that article. Oh,
1: yeah. While we were in the hot tub and in the fart room, Dale Ho of the ACLU <laughs> was fighting this important case against uh, the rights of immigrants in and the, and the census. So anyway, carry on.
0: Thanks. <laughs> Thanks
1: for shining a light. Perspective. Perspective.
0: <laughs> yeah, our lives are lives are hard. So anyways, compiling, I'm like, when should I compile this? I'll just do it this week when I have time, and I just want to put it out before the end of the month, just just to highlight what we did in October. Plus, October was all about our 500th episode. Like, we got to put a shine on that. So I'm doing it. My fiance normally um, looks it over. He's an editor anyways, and he did look it over. And so then, oh my God. I'm looking I, I put emojis in the subject line because they perform better if you do that if you didn't know that so I went through like three or four different emojis in the subject line and I kept changing the subject and then I, I chose one and he didn't see it because I'm like I'm just choosing it and I need to send it because we're about to go to Tahoe so I sent it I mean maybe not even five minutes into me sending that we're packing up the car and Jeff's coming up the stairs. He's like, "Oh, so you're using the white power sign emoji in your fucking email." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And then I knew right away. I used the okay emoji sign in our subject line. <laughs> and I I ran back upstairs to recall the email, but by the time I did that, already 19 people had opened it. <laughs> so, I figured I couldn't do it. So, uh, just for the record, were um not white supremacists uh and uh I think that that emoji should just go away in general, so
1: and I have to say i was I drove up in Tahoe with our friends, so I was in a separate car as them, and I did see that she sent the email. I didn't click on it or anything. I just didn't even think twice about it, so when we got to Tahoe, Aaron looked at me all nervous, and she's like, "Did you see the newsletter <laughs> she, she was acting real weird, and I was like. I saw that it was sent. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't read it, but I did And she was like, okay. And then then you just, and then you just walked away. And I was like, whoa, that was a weird interaction. Okay. And then later, after a few drinks, you were like, so disappointed in yourself. So mad. And I was like, breathe, you know, uh, if it's taken the wrong way, I, I hope that anybody that receives our newsletter knows that it was a mistake and that we're human. And obviously, you know, we don't support that. And we fucking fuck the proud boys. We don't support that. You know, hopefully you guys know that. And if anybody was offended by that, I'm so sorry. But I have to let you know that Erin is like beating herself up over this and she's like lost sleep. So I'm just telling her breathe. We're human, you know, and it's it's okay. We can deal with this. So we're moving on.
0: (laughs) It's also a lesson for any of you that do any kind of any kind of marketing, any kind of promotion. Just have someone look at something. I should have had him look one more time. So that's note to self. Mm -hmm. I didn't even think about it. Which is, you know, that's part of the problem. So uh, so that happened. So happy holidays. <laughs> on that Jesus. I want to say one more thing.
1: Um, an update to anybody that listened to our last basic bitch. Um, I'm feeling all right. I'm on crutches and I'm going to get an MRI. Oh. But to those of you, because I didn't. I'm not just going to scream from the rooftops that I'm injured. You know, I, I haven't really told anyone. So the only ones of my friends that know are the ones that have listened to this episode and they've reached out to me. So thank you to those of you that listen to Bitch Talk. Now I know who you are. I see you. I love you. Thank you for supporting the show. And thank you for reaching out. And uh, I'm doing better and I'll be fine and uh, all's good. But thank you to those of you that listened to the episode and reached out and, and were worried that everything's fine and... Uh, yeah, moving
0: on. (laughs) Why are you looking at me? (laughs) Well, I mean, let's talk about when I took you to urgent care. Oh. So, Angela finally, Angela, Angela finally texted. I don't know, either texted or we called, I think you texted. And you're like, I just, I can't do this anymore. And I think I'm going to have to go to urgent care. I'm like, cool. Wherever, whenever. So we end up going to urgent care in the Marina District of San Francisco and while we're sitting in the waiting room all of a sudden ange, ange has this long ass white like white hair that just fell out of her head and i'm like ange i'm like what happened and she's like
1: yeah i was like i think that was born and died from this weekend like that was just a 3 day old white hair but that's how much pain and suffering
0: and it was long
1: and it just dropped, you know, like in the fall, how leaves just slowly drop. I wasn't even moving; I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, this white hair just fell on its own. Yeah, yeah.
0: It just fell in the urgent care waiting room, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" And so, uh, so Ange, they 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 carted Ange off in a wheelchair. Thank God, right? A little bit, um, because her knee was fucked, and um, she had to hop into urgent care on my arm, basically. Which was, I felt bad. And um, so he took her back there, and we have to make a note that she was wearing her Tupac ring uh, to give her from some, New from New Orleans, to give her, strength. yeah, to give her some power. And so I'll let you take it from there.
1: Yeah, I, I often pull out my Tupac ring when I'm celebrating something or if I need some added strength. And you know that night that I tried to pop my knee back into place, I was listening to Tupac for added strength. So anyway, I go into I go into the room and I'm talking to the doctor and I'm I'm prefacing, you know, yeah, I tore my ACL in 2006 and then in 2000 ever since 2008 I've been dislocating it, but then I pop it back in and it's fine. And she was like, "Uh, that's not dislocated. Your knee's not dislocated." And I was like, then what has it been doing all these years? And she was like, well, I don't know, because you've never gone to the doctor. (laughs) And I was like, touche, touche, doctor. Uh, So anyway, it turns out I, I need to get an MRI, and that's fine. She gave me some info, and I'll get it done. But after we were done with our whole back and forth... She was like, now, can we talk about that ring? And I look at her, I'm like, oh, this? And I show her, and I was like, it's Tupac. I got it in New Orleans. And this is an older woman, I'd say maybe in her 60s. Maybe. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe even a little older. Uh, short hair, short woman. You know, I. she was staring at my ring. And I was like, I don't know what's going to happen right now. And she looked at me, and she said, that's magnificent. <laughs> Oh, we totally bonded, uh, and she she gave me my crutches, and, the you know, the urgent care was incredible. It, it was quick service, you know, reasonably priced, um, yeah, and and she complimented my ring, so all in all, it was a good day, and, you got- and I got my crutches, so now I'm mobile, and then Erin took me to get pho, so it was kind of like our own mini
0: Thanksgiving. Sure, yeah, it was... Yeah, because it was the day before, wasn't it? Or two days before. Yeah, yeah. So this week's been pretty eventful. We also want to mention that if you haven't listened to the latest episode, we had a San Francisco comedian named Arthur Gauss on the show who we really, really connected with. He was rad. So if you haven't caught up with that episode, please do. And then next week, we have another San Franciscan. His name's Jimmy Fails. You might have known. Uh, Jimmy from a little movie called uh, last black man in San Francisco that came out last year. And he's the star of that film and writer, and writer. Co-wrote. right. Co-wrote. And uh, we had a, we had a very San Francisco interview day with two San Franciscans, but they were also very different interviews. So um, we hope you enjoy that one. And it was, I, yeah, Jimmy fails is something special. And so is Arthur. I loved, I loved both perspectives. Um, and it was just a good. It was a good day. That was all this week. So, mm-hmm. last week, I mean. So that's crazy. I <laughs> no wonder why we're exhausted. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so we're just gonna continue to lay down and yes, rest. Please. And uh, but we really have so much to be grateful for. It's been a rough year, but so much good has come from it both for bitch talk and for us personally you know a lot of self-realizations a lot of you know now that we're in the snow and we're just sitting here (laughs) all day we just had a lot of time to reflect and we really have so much to be thankful for so thanks for sticking with us through this year and this uh we say it all the time at bitch talk has really helped us through it so yeah looking forward to better days but really grateful for what we've we've gone through this year
0: December is going to be a hot month of interviews and episodes in December. And um, so make sure you're paying attention. It's not a bunch of reruns. Like, there's some good stuff happening. So um, thanks, y'all, for listening. We're almost through 2020. And um, we'll talk to you soon.
1: If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com.
1: This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced
0: by Erin Lim. My co host is Angela Tabora, aka Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.